Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, and this week we'll be reviewing the third episode of The Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I have remembered the name this week. It's Power Broker. And joining me is my wingman, Tony. Everybody say, Ayo, Ayo. <laughs> and my Hydra Super Soldier, Josh. Good evening. Hello, boys. Everything get, doing good? Right. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Let's just get this reviewed in case you have to go and run and take a shit again. <laughs> right, so as I said... I probably should have given a spoiler warning then. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, this is the review for Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 3, The Power Broker. Um, so what did everybody think? I think it's it actually, I mean, I know we haven't got much to go on considering we've only got three episodes so far, but I think it's been the best episode, uh, yeah, episodes so far. I genuinely think mm. that this series so far has gone from strength to strength. Yeah, and plot-wise, it moved the plot on quite a bit, didn't it? It's, oh, it massively. Off I've, got, I've got one gripe with this episode, and I don't know whether you guys will agree with it when we come to it, but I, I do think that this has been the best episode so far even though I've got this tiny little gripe. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll go through my notes and you can pick up anything as, as we go. So first thing, first thing I wrote was these shows and their adverts, they do seem to love a good advert. Yeah. Hmm. And that was really clever, that one at the start. It's like an infomercial, wasn't it? It's yeah. All, yeah. yeah. And introduced yeah, yeah. another possible issue as we go further on. Um, mm. getting involved uh, as we go further on in this episode as well. Um, yeah. I think we'll pick it, pick it up as well. Um, once again, I love the fact that John Walker can't get anything right. <laughs> yeah, showing him getting it wrong again <laughs> within minutes of the, the episode opening. Yeah. Um, and that line, "Do you know who I am?" It's Fuck so on. yeah. It's, it's so like celebrity. Arrogant, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's. Oh, I, th I think I, re I remember. Um, just know the show. Would I lie to you? Um, the, yeah. once they were saying, um, like I, I was on a dinner with a couple of people. I was doing a show with, and apparently, and this doesn't sp say much for uh, the celebrities of Liverpool, like, but uh, Silla Black once apparently had a right go at a waitress, uh, or a waiter, and said, uh do you know who, and use that phrase do you know who i am and uh i mean to be honest i don't pretty much care for silver black myself but that is just the lowest of the low you can stoop to when you're in a <laughs> position of celebrity or something like john walker is yeah I hate it so much. and i just yeah it's I a said, good scene yeah why it's putting in a great performance oh fantastic yeah. but that, that yeah. i think that's the great the mark of a great actor when you play a character that people quite literally want to punch. Yeah. When yeah. the audience as, as want to put their sadly face in the telly, week and you know you're doing a good job. On social yeah. media. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he's had some grief, hasn't he, this week on social yeah, media? he has. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that sequence, I love that. In fact, linking back into the first bit of the information, because the, the police are actually GRC police, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. When you see that, so, so that, that sort of sums up some other little bit of subplot. What kind of control was going on in those five years? Are we going to have private policing come in? Well, yeah. I just, I just, that sequence as a whole to me is basically showing that Walker is everything that Cat wasn't. Yeah, that Steve wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got an ego. 
it he's just working with the police. It just shows he is Evans. he is exactly the wrong person to be given a super soldier in or just even be given that fucking shield in the first place. Yeah. 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 So then then moving on, obviously we get to the, the bit that was set up at the end of the last episode, the um the finding Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um I can't believe they just let them walk in. Well that that's what that's what that is this is gonna come to my little gripe here. The one gripe I have with this episode is the Zemo escape could basically have been a whole episode in itself. Yeah, but for me, the problem with that is it's just an awful trope. They've mm, fallen back yeah. on on the easy easy way of doing things. Yeah, oh, we'll just do a secret breakout. That's that's true, but the thing <laughs> is, it just looked to me like Zemo got out of that prison way too fucking easy. Yeah. Now I did like I, the fact that it was kind of flashback, though, that, that Bucky'd already done it yeah, by the time... See, I, got- I, yeah. I like that because... I don't know if you know, but this episode was written by the guy who created the John Wick uh, saga. Ah, that explains a lot. So that's why I kind of liked how it was. I liked how it was written. I just wish that they'd have said to that writer in particular, "We want to break Zemo out of prison, but we want you to write it because you can write a convincing, um, sort of John Wick esque prison break thing with these characters." Mm. I just wish that's how it was done, but what yeah. we got, I think, was still fairly good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, cu- a couple of things I just picked up on. They, they named Sam as an Avenger in that scene, yet the Avengers seem to be done and gone. I think they're just trying to like grasp at straws at the fact that like Tony's dead, Cap basically went missing, that most people are aware of. Yeah. And they're just trying to because the two of them were the main crux of the Avengers, really, and Thor is off-world with the Guardians, then yeah. they're all thinking, well, are the Avengers just completely disbanded? or And that's why mm. it leads into mm. Spider-Man Far From Home, where they're all saying, are you the lead Avenger now? Because no yeah. one knows what's going on with mm. Falcon, mm. Bucky, uh, Wanda, yeah. Vision, any of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my next note I picked up on was, Brawl's performance as Zemo is great. And it always has been. But the writing in this makes him come across a little bit weak with him apologising. And it just feels like that's really something Zemo wouldn't do. See, the the thing I'm I'm wondering is, is Zemo actually got, secretly got a much bigger part to play in this entire series? I'm sure he must have. Yeah, Mm. because, I mean, Zemo in the comics is just an out-and-out villain. Yeah. don't get me wrong, this interpretation in the films is fucking fantastic. But I would like to see him more as an out and out villain who basically thinks it's his way or no way and his way is the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Well see, I'm kind of the opposite. I, I think it shows a little bit of humanity in him that because I think in terms of the MCU, he's one of the f- best villains we've got. Oh because yeah. his motives are so grounded in something that we probably all might have considered. Um that and, and he's wanting to destroy the super soldiers. In theory, it's a really good idea because we don't want all of them running around with all those powers unhinged and, and unbridled. No. And and there would be, I think, an element of a person like that that would feel a little bit apologetic in, in some of the ways that he's having to apologize just for something that was a necessary evil. I'm sorry it had to go like this, but See, so I took it being I'm, more like that. The thing I'm wondering is 
has he got a bigger part to play in terms of, yeah, he wants to destroy the super soldiers and the serum that they have, but does he want to do it so that he might be able to get one last file of it, use it on himself, and he's the only one? Because technically in the comics, he carries on his father's Nazi ideals and stuff. Yeah, okay, it doesn't look like they're going that way, but that might be like the complete plot twist of the whole series. He's secretly like mm. running the Red Skull yeah. division of Hydra. Yeah, and that, that kind of ties into to note I've got further on when we, we learn about a little bit more about what's going on. Is there a possibility that he is the power broker? Mm, no. Because I think, I, I, I think, think he might be. I think they've cast someone else. There's just that line when he says, I only know him by reputation. And I'm thinking, mm, is no, that I, him covering it up? No, I, I think it's a complete different, uh, another actor. Mm. Or it's like a group or something. Oh, no, because the, the girl got the text, didn't it? Yeah, I think it's a complete different entity mm. um, I, my next note was the, the Buck and Sam relationship is so much better in this episode oh yeah it's not yeah there's no backbiting between them this time it's just antagonistic this time whereas last time they were going at each other every, t- every opportunity they had whereas this is just those little nudging the ribs See, to um, me, it's just better thought out in terms of dialogue. Yeah. It, that's just the main... That's, that was the difference between episode one and two and this episode for me. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote the only issue I have with, with Brawl's performance, and I think, again, it's down to the writing, um, is a lot of his early scenes in this episode are just... They're just trying to fill in gaps in the story. And it just, mm. it doesn't feel, it slows it down. We've, we've talked about some of the writing over these, these shows um, that kind of feel like they're possibly just doing it to fill out a certain amount of episodes. And then that's the, the only note, it was early on in this episode. Later on, it, obviously, it gets better. Um, Even when he's talking about what happened to like Sokovia and why he yeah. started the Civil War. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it feels like stuff that we don't really need to be in there well, i don't know i think in some ways though it's it, it's kind of serving the previously in the mcu role for anybody who needs to get up to speed a little bit or maybe yeah. i but think that's why it's there i don't think anybody would be watching this if they hadn't seen those films that's true that's very true i i really don't think anyone would go look at disney plus and go oh i'll watch falcon and winter soldier i haven't seen any of the rest of the, the mcu but i'm gonna watch this well, I don't seem too much. I think it's oh, you remember about five years ago when you might have last watched the film. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I wrote when it came that they were in Latvia. I completely read it as Latveria. I did. Yeah, I <laughs> Straight it. off, I was like, what? 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 And then I went, oh no, it's not. <laughs> um. The, the next thing when she she goes to the hospital. There's no real explanation as to who she's visiting. You've got to assume it's her mother. Oh, it's just Carly, yeah, the Carly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just well, seemed like it was completely left field. And I, I know it's why she's doing what she's doing. 
I've read that apparently, did you hear that the, the whole show itself went through like rewrites and reshoots and stuff when COVID started? Yeah. Well, apparently, mm. um, because they cast quite a big actress, she's not massive, like, but she's quite big uh, in terms of reputation uh, for the role of the woman who was lying down on the bed and then the, uh, the ginger girl's crying over her. Um, and apparently uh, there was going to be some like big outbreak of something in people who'd taken the super soldier serum and that's uh, why they were transporting the vaccines back in episode one i think it was and because they basically said that's a bit too similar to what's going on right now we need to like get rid of that or just rewrite it or something and what they went with was what we saw in this it was basically just that that woman just died and you were like all oh, right okay what the fuck was that about yeah it just it it makes no sense. There's no explanation as to what it is at all. Uh, it could have been completely cut out. Yeah. And it would have made absolutely no difference at all. Um, so then then I just wrote, can we have some more Madripoor? Um, <laughs> I want a Logan TV series set there because it is fantastic. It's one of the best looking areas that we've seen. In the MCU yeah. for me. Yeah, I mean, it, to Josh, me, it, my, it, go on. I was just going to say, you probably might have the comments. The first time, I saw, the very first shots I saw of that were, man, this is so video game. Yeah. Cyberpunk, Deus Ex. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. as, as well, Josh mentioned, it's so typical of the guy that's directing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it looks, what it reminds me of, um, do you remember the Wolverine when he goes to Japan? Yeah, and then at, at, mm. at night when he's starting to lose his healing factor and stuff, like those whole shots, just the neon and the total darkness, that is what it reminded me of. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. And uh, and as I said, it's it's so typical of of what he's done before that yeah. it's no surprise he was given this episode. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I must admit, until till watching sort of some of the um, review videos, I I didn't realize the significance of the place in terms of, of the MCU of, of the Marvel Universe either and yeah. the X Men. So I'm really yeah. curious to see whether they'll come back to it. It's a big deal, yeah. Mm. Um, let's go to so yeah. I wrote Bucky's fight scene is really intense. Oh. Early, he he feels really uncomfortable yeah. having to portray that mm. that character again. Um, well, what, what what I love was in the background you hear the Winter Soldier music from yeah, uh, yeah, the film, yeah. and the thing is, uh, if you just skip back to the scene where he goes to see Zemo in the prison, and Zemo starts saying the code words to him to sort of hypnotize him, the scream starts appearing in the background. But then the second book he says, "I'm not that person anymore," it just cuts cuts mm. right off dead silence. But in mm. this scene and, when he starts fighting the guys in the bar it just carries on and gets louder and louder and louder. And you're like, oh, mm. my God. Yeah. You wonder if those videos that people are recording will come back to bite him on the arse as well in the next couple of episodes. I, I hope so, because that would be such a great payoff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the the lack of Sam's family is starting to annoy me a little bit. They set it up so massively in that first episode. Mm. And literally for the last two episodes, all we've got is a phone call. Well, the thing thing is, I think that first episode was just really exposition in terms of right. This there's more to these characters than what you've seen in yeah. the films. Yeah, just, yeah they seem to set up. Are. Yeah, but they set up this whole big storyline. But it's not gone anywhere, the, and it's not gone anywhere. They've not even touched on it since. 
I didn't really feel I didn't get that vibe myself. I'll tell you what else we haven't had a payoff for that police car. Well, no, I think we did (laughs) in the last episode with Bucky being arrested. Oh, maybe. Well, because I think they were probably following him. He was arrested in a separate state. Yeah, but I think he was being watched. Mm. And I think that was the the payoff there. Um, I I quite like the more harsh Sharon. Oh yeah, I think yeah. she's a way better oh, character now than she was originally. She needs to get an Agent Thirteen spin-off just because of that. Yeah, mm. yeah, we love Emily. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I think it's it's definitely setting up more for her somewhere oh, along the line. Um, yeah. she's so badass. Man. Yeah, man alive. Um, two minutes. Oh. <laughs> Dylan just uh, I I just wrote down the dodgy dad dancing. I thought that was quite funny. What really wasn't what I was expecting at all. Absolutely brilliant. Um, He just sells it so well. Yeah. (laughs) Then and then a question that kind of ties into the end of the episode: Why does Sharon have those earpieces? If all she is now is a behind the the scenes a single salesman. Um. Mm -hmm. So that ties into. Yeah. Well, there you go. To the end, yeah. Um, I also I wrote that she has a proper, she has a proper eighties female cop vibe about her now. It was very Cagney and Lacey, <laughs> in my opinion. Yes. Um, that's yeah. that's the way she's she's going. Um, I wrote down what a snivelling little weasel the Doctor is. Oh yeah, he was horrible, oh, wasn't he? Just yeah, <laughs> no remorse whatsoever. He's so matter of fact, no. isn't he? Yeah. It's like if, oh. if Sheldon Cooper and the Riddler had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's really horrible. And then at this point, I just yeah. I, I noted that I'm far more entrenched with these characters than I ever was with WandaVision. I I feel like I know them more than anything. And that I just felt those first three episodes of WandaVision had no consequence at all. Oh, right, in terms of the first week, yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you then, yeah. This has had high stakes right from the word go, whereas WandaVision, those first three episodes... You don't know what the fuck's going on. No, there was no stakes at all. Yeah, because from from the word go in that first episode, you know that shit's been fucked up by Thanos' snap, and then once everything's gone back to normal, everyone's going, what the fuck do we do with this extra... Three and a half billion people that just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and I just I think that's great. It's it's brought me closer to these two characters that were, for all intents and purposes, sidekicks, and mm. and these feel like they now have a reason to to be doing what they're doing, whereas before they've just kind of tagged along. Um, mm. but now it's they really are. I love, and I one of my next notes is I really hope. This helps Mackie break out because I, th- I, th- yeah. I think he's already started because the film role he had just before COVID started. I think if it had been well, I think it was released in cinema, but then the, the cinema's shut. I yeah. think if it had carried on, it would have done quite well. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely and and me and Tony have got a a film that we need to review this month at some point that he's also in, um, and he's great in that, and it's it's just. He, he needs this this lead role. Yeah. That hopefully this will. will he was do. an altered carbon, carbon, I believe, wasn't he? The second yes. series. 
Yeah. Need to watch that show. Yeah. Um, couple of callbacks. Obviously, the car. Um, yeah. Calling back to, to That's Civil a War. Great exchange, wasn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> but also, when they get back on the plane, is that the gone-off food from earlier in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and look. I didn't notice that. You, you know that scene on the plane? I found that quite awkward. You know when they're walking up to um to the butler who's standing at the, the foot of the steps into the plane? I found that quite awkward because uh, the, there's kind of a look that the butler gives to Sam and, t- and he kind of like snarls him a bit. I don't know if you've noticed it, but it kind of made me think like, oh, is there some sort of underlying tone going on here that like... yeah. The, that butler has grown up with Zemo's family who were in who were from a time where black people weren't like accepted to the degree that they are now. Uh, I just took it these archetypal snobby butler and the, yeah. the, those two yeah. people with the baron were sort of beneath them. So yeah. Um then I know just noted that the, the flag smashers really felt like something out of the purge. <laughs> yeah, with the masks and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, Except the masks are fucking creepy as shit. And I think shit has just got shitty for them as well after the Carly's latest antics. Yeah. Did yeah. not see that coming from them at all. No. no. To be no. fair, I did wonder whether, like, I kind of did see the whole bomb thing coming when she got in the car with the other guy and I thought, well, there's a car right there. Why mm. would you either nick it or if it's ears, just get yeah. in it? And I thought, yeah, but yes, yeah, so, the old, the old intent I didn't see coming that she would actually go to that point. But then when she says to him, that's the only thing they understand. I thought, oh, you yeah, just yeah, royal, screwed yourself up here now. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, then obviously we get to the, that final scene um, with, with Bucky. Yeah. Um, and having watched it back, he quite clearly knows who it is from the word go. Oh, yeah. As soon as he, well, he turns around, he says, bug. I wonder when you would show up, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. but it, it's literally as soon as he spots the bug as, he, as they're walking back towards the building, he looks down, you see him give a look, and he's like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's just at the fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't blame the Wakandans for coming after him when he's no. broken out, the one guy who was proven to have killed their leader. Yeah. And literally, yeah. Uh, I get- my exact reaction was because I didn't get it. That who it was, I I completely didn't didn't get what was coming. No, I I just didn't know full stop who it was who it was going to be. And when when she appears behind him, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And it's so obvious, but you don't see it coming because you only get that quick glimpse of what he's picking up. Yeah, Yeah, and to be honest, I think it's one of those little details, like those little vibranium balls that if you quite literally just watched Black Panther or Infinity War within the last maybe two weeks to a month maybe you mm. wouldn't have realised what those things were because when I saw them I thought fuck are they little bombs and like the power brokers coming after them all yeah exactly um, um, the thing is we even had an inkling earlier in the episode where Sam mentions Wakanda and you just brush it off thinking yeah well they're yeah. just giving them a name check yeah, and, and do not see that coming at the end. <laughs> yeah, and of course she's the one that gives Natasha grief. Yeah, in Civil War yeah. when yeah, they first turn up. Yeah, move or you will be moved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's her back. So, 
have you got you guys got anything else to add before I, I give my final final notes? Uh, I yeah, just, just it, it really annoyed me the fact that they called the episode Power Broker and yet they didn't fucking show the Power Broker. <gasps> yeah, I didn't. Well, I, I even... you say that. You yeah. say that, but what if Sharon is the power broker? Well, I did actually have that noted down. Power that, broker that's is going to be a fucking insane plot twist. That. Yeah. It, given that she got all that bloody, all those original paintings and artwork and stuff, <laughs> and thinking, the fuck she got that from? Yeah. And then we also get that scene where she gets back to the car and says, we've got a problem. Well, well two actually, or something she says. You think, hello, where's this storyline going? And, yeah. and the only the other thing I jotted down along with that was whether she was actually BSing about being on the lam, and she's actually undercover in some respect. True. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that there's another possible? person that's agent-like with her. Yeah, and I was thinking, was she an agent? Is there a bodyguard, or yeah, I mean, or even she might be the power broker, but not the power broker, or something like that. The, the power yeah. broker is is a facade. Yeah. There, there's something going on with with her storyline there, and I hope it's. I hope it'll be paid off in these next three episodes. So. Yeah. And we should yeah. also just mention her mad skills again in that fight. <laughs> Hell fire. She was fantastic. I just sat. And I, like, I love the fact like that, and to be honest, it is a mark of that writer director as well from the John Wick saga. The fact yeah. that he, he hasn't written a fighter that basically is just Batman from the Arkham games, where it's literally hit, counter, hit, counter, and they never take an ounce of damage. It's literally hit, 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 great big fucking wound, or like slash across the face, or gunshot, whatever. Like, the, the character who was fighting that you are rooting for actually... Yeah. I was watching it thinking, oh, the slightly more misogynistic fans out there are going to, oh, woman beating up all them blokes again. <laughs> and I thought, good for you, Sharon, because they deserved it. They're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, right, is that everything uh, for everybody? Uh, things I noticed. Now, I just want to mention like the nice little mentions like the Red Skull got that name check on the plane. I thought it was quite nice. Yeah. Uh, just they throw in those little Easter eggs now and again. And I want more of those. And I, I didn't know about the Princess Bar either. So until I yeah. looked it up. So that mm -hmm. was another one. Yeah. And I wonder. There have been rumors on the on the internet. I believe that. There was something posted on Instagram about 12 months ago of a, of a shooting location with was a former courthouse or something. Yeah. And people were, somebody posted that must have been somebody that was local or was involved in the shooting. Something. There's, there's a cameo apparently in that in the scene in that building in which everybody's going to go ape over. But of course, we've been there before. So I'll take that with <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of the Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely not going to buy into any. Any rumours at the yeah. moment, so especially with the short season. We don't think it's well. going to be Logan. No, <laughs> we don't think Logan's going to make an appearance. No, no. Um, but you, you just don't know, do you? We we shall see. But uh, I think we would have heard if they cast somebody to play him. Yeah, I don't think they would have hit, been able to hide that. Um, we know Marvel are secretive, but they're not that secretive. Yeah, they like to <laughs> let certain things slip. Yeah, so. And the only other thing I was going to mention is, do we think we'll see Anthony do doing double duty as Smiling Tiger? <laughs> that, the guy that was put, was in that photo looked really like him. 
It's, it, I'm not being. It is him, I think. If you look at it, it was him with a bit of prosthetic. <laughs> it's him with a with a bit of false beard. I think if you go back and have another look. Uh, and now I think I think that's yeah. probably a one and done villain. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me because it was a throwaway <laughs> villain in the comics as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So oh. that's uh, another episode done. Can't believe we're already halfway through. And I was going to like that. Yeah. Uh, and that is, is really my, my final notes. I said, overall, a great episode that creates more questions than answers. Um, yeah. In a good way. I obviously. mean, the finale mm-hmm. better answer a fuckload of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and this no. episode did answer some questions, but it's just given us yeah. plenty yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said, there's no slowing down. And, and it, it really does seem that they've nailed the perfect amount of episodes. Mm. So yeah. far, we've had no fillers. As much as we didn't yeah. like last week's episode because it was based on on US Agent um, more yeah. than the, the other two, it wasn't a filler episode. It it gave us reason no. to hate him. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it definitely um, was a wasn't a, a filler episode. Yeah. My last thought would be on those questions. Basically, the two I would want to see answered, I think, probably are. Who is the power broker, and what is their their ultimate their ultimate goal? Yeah, and will we see the shield go to the rightful person at the end? Which I suspect we probably will. Uh, yeah, it's going to go to Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I agree. My my, my ultimate end, end game obviously is the power broker, and I want to know what Sharon is now. Mm. You're going to run with this theory that Sharon is the uh, the power broker, aren't you? No, I I just want to know <laughs> how she's become what she is and what she's doing, because she's definitely yeah, up to yeah. something. Um, yeah. so yeah, the I think that the shield is pretty much a given. We've we've seen some of the leaked toys, haven't we? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. of of Falcon. In his new costume with the shield, so I think I think we pretty much know where that's that's heading, um, but it's how it how we get there. I think is the I think that's yeah. how we get there is going to be the bigger payoff than him actually picking yeah. it up and yeah. going, "I am Captain America." Yeah, and where he goes from there. Oh yeah. Is, is See, the, this is the series that I think will be so much more likely to get a series two, three, four, however many. Yeah. Rather mm. than one division because one division was sort of an open and close. Yeah. Book, whereas yeah. this could have ramifications that carries on into even a film yeah. for Sam as Captain America. Yeah, and I and I think it will feed into the films at some point. I'm sure he'll be back yeah. on the big screen at some point. And um, whether it's a team up or or his own own film at some point or or the Avengers when they when they return. Um but yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of questions still to be answered, and it's it's fun finding out. That's that's for sure. There's yeah. there's no let up. Um, obviously three more weeks to go, so not long, less than a month now until we we get the payoff. So that's it for this week. We will be back next week with episode four. Uh, these boys will be joining me once more. As long as my arsehole hasn't fallen out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm sure most people don't want to know about Josh's toilet habits, so you've probably turned off by now. 
Yay. Uh, um, but yeah, thank you, boys, for joining me. No and I, will, I will see you next week. Stay safe, right. everyone. Cut the check. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Oh.